Hello everybody, welcome back. We're doing Daf HaShavua, Daf Lamed Vav Amid Halaf, Masech Tzivamis, and we are going to begin on Daf Lamed Hey Amid Beis on the bottom. The Gemara is Kasha Meisve. It's about, what is this, it's about 11 lines from the bottom. And she turns out to be Mubaras. So the Tsara um, can't get married based on the fact that he was Miyabim, the Yivimta that was Mubaras. Because maybe the Vlad will turn out to be a Ben Kayama. So if the Vlad will be a Ben Kayama, then that's great. Why that would that would pater uh, Yibum, why wouldn't that allow her to get married? Why should she not get married? The, on the chashash that it'll be a ben kayama, so the chashash the other way around. Maybe the lad won't be a ben kayama, and it'll turn out she's really chayiv and yibam. Now, but if bias muberes works, then amai loy tinos etzerasa tifter b'vishal chaverta. Even if lad won't be a ben kayama, but this uh, her 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 tzara had um, had yibam, and that would pat to her. So mamanav shalshu should be able to get married. Ella amrabaya b'bia kuliam lepligis. Rabbiya says that. It must be that everybody agrees that bia doesn't work. A bias muberes doesn't work. Loy patra. So keep pligi bechalitza. And the mechalik is only by chalitza. Rivechen and savar chalitza muberes ma chalitza. Bias muberes loish ma bia. Chalitza muberes works, but bias muberes doesn't work. And rishlokar savar bias muberes loish ma bia. Chalitza muberes loish ma chalitza. They both don't equally work. Amle Rava, Amanoshal. Rava says you can't do that. You can't split between the bia and chalitza. E bias muberes ma bia. Chalitza muberes ma chalitza. And if bia is muberes loish ma bia, chalitza muberes not loish ma chalitza. Mamanoshach, if bia is a bia, then chalitza chalitza. If bia is not a bia, then chalitza is not a chalitza. The alkaim alon, the kala el libum el chalitza, the kala shein el libum in el chalitza. So he quotes the halach of lokachas, which is a rule that whoever has libum has chalitza, whoever doesn't have libum doesn't have chalitza. Now we really use this halacha to teach us that if someone is patur from libum, like she's an erva, so she's patur from chalitza. So that's that's that really what this din is used for, and he's. Uh, applying it over here to say that if bia smuberes is shma bia and chalisa smuberes shma chalisa, it should work or should they should they shouldn't or should not work equally. It's not exactly the same thing, but Akabanim that's what the Gemara does. The Gemara uses this rule to teach us about how yibum works, not just about who's chayiv and who's patur from yibum. El Amar Rav Hachikamar. Hakain is going to learn the Brisa differently to answer Rav Yechanan. Hakain is Yivim Tavidim Seis Mubaris. He was Kain is Yivim Tanish. Turns out she's Mubaris. Raiz Lutunas Etzerasa. The Tsar can't get married. Why? Shemi Yehav Lach Ben Kiyama. Because maybe Vlad will be Ben Kiyama. Now we had asked, what do you mean? If the Vlad is Ben Kiyama, then she's certainly allowed to get married. So the Gemara is going to explain. Shemi Yehav Vlad Ben Kiyama. Maybe the Vlad will be a Ben Kiyama. Obias Mubaris Slash Mabia. And therefore, since the Vlad is a Ben Kiyama, the Bia of the Mubaris is not a Bia. Obviously, the Vlad is a Ben Kiyama. I let the Vlad patter. The answer is, So here is a new rule. And that's the reason why this Tsar can't get married. Because maybe the Vlad is Ben Kayama, and that basically makes the Yibma Chalitza worthless. And the Vlad itself doesn't actually make her patter until the Vlad gets born. The, the, just the Ibra alone is not enough to patter. Someone marries his vam and turns out she's Mubaris, or is Latinus Tarasa, Shema, Yehea Vlad Ben Kiyama, because maybe the Vlad will be a Ben Kiyama. Maybe a Chalisa Pateras, all of Vlad Pater, and be a Chalisa doesn't patter, only a Vlad Pater. A Vlad and a Pateras, such as a Labra Oilam, and the Vlad can't patter until it is born. 
So now the Gemara wants to be medayik from this brisa against Rosh Lakish. The time of the Shami you have Vlad Ben Kayama, who the only reason why the Bia and the Chalitza don't work is because the Vlad might be a Ben Kayama. Hello, I have Vlad Ben Kayama if Tesrasa. But if not for that, it would pat to her Sarah. Let me tell you, Rosh Lakish, that proves not like Rosh Lakish. That proves that a Bia and Chalitza's Muberis is Shma Bia Chalitza. Rosh Lakish, Hachikitani. Don't read the brisa that way. So if someone's kindness of him, it turns out she's Muberis, don't marry. Taras, don't let the Sarah get married. Very simply, if you get nothing to do with the Vlad, the Chalitza and the, and the Bia might not work because it doesn't work because it's Mubaris. This is what the Bryce is really saying. Why don't we just go with Roiv? And Roiv women, the Vlad is a Ben Kayama, let's just rely on that and let the Tsar get married based on the fact that she most likely will have a Vlad Ben Kayama. The answer is. Vlad doesn't pat until comes Lavrayim. So you can't rely on the fact that the fact that Vlad will probably be a Ben Kayama because the Vlad doesn't pat until he says Chalitza. So neither work. Could it be possible that Rishlakish says you decide that you need it's true. There's no Mishnah like that. He went and he found this. A woman that her husband and the Tsar traveled and they reported to her that the husband died. She can't get married and she can't either do even why. She has to find out. Maybe her Tsar is a Mubaris. So it makes sense we don't allow her to do Yibam, Shemi have Vlad Ben Kayama, because maybe she'll have a Vlad Ben Kayama, Vyivka be Isra Ishizach, and she'll be over in Isra Ishizach. Why shouldn't we let her do Chalitza? Why does she have to wait? So, Zakh to Gemara. The Gemara now continues. If she wants to get do Chalitza immediately and get married immediately, so certainly we can't allow her to do that. Because uh, Hainu Safik, because she might, there might be um, the the child. She 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 can't get married because it might it, it, she might be Chayv Nibum. Ella Tachloitz. I mean, Ella uh, again. I mean that if she gets married to test, the problem is that might might be a Ben Kayama, and it doesn't pat that she has like we said before. Let her do chalitza immediately and then she could get married after test and there's no problem because if Vlad at that point would have been born. You certainly could do chalitza and soon after test. So the reason why uh, that we don't want to do chalitza is because maybe the Vlad will be a Ben Kayana and really she's Pater from Yibam and Chalitza, so she's mutter to Kain. But now that you did Chalitza, so in order for her to get married, you have to tell everybody that that Chalitza was really a dud, it wasn't really a real Chalitza. So you have to do a Kruz Lekohona. So Frechtu Mara, okay, let's make a Kruz, we'll make an announcement, we'll put up the signs in all the shuls. There might be someone that will have been by the Chalitza and witnessed that she's a Chalitza, and he didn't get see, he didn't get the email that uh, really it was a, a all for nothing, and then he'll see her getting married to a Kayin, and now he'll wonder what is going on over here. How could a Chalitza marry a Kayin? I'll must assume that, that the Rabbana must have decided that this whole Chalitza Lokayin is not real. So okay, so that's where we're miyash So amulei abayim midi le tachlus le tisyabim ketani. 
It doesn't say loy tachlis loytis yab katani. What it says is latinasev loytis yab katani. She can't get married and she can't have yibum. Beloy chalitza. That's without chalitza. Avalichalot lochenami dusharia. But if she does chalitza, then that's okay. So Tani can say to Rishlakish, Tachos l'Muberes v'Pila Tzricha Chalitza min Achim. Someone who does Chalitza to Muberes and she was a Pila, she still needs Chalitza min Ha'achim. Amar Rav Elchazak can say to Rishlakish, Alachazak Rishlakish b'Hani Tlas by these three things. Chad Hadamar one is this that we said that Chalitza Muberes Loishma Chalitza and Bias Muberes Loishma Bia Idach Tetnan Hamachak Nechasav Al Piv. A father who is giving out his um, his inheritance while he's still alive. So being that he's giving it out, Pateras Matana, he's not giving it out, Pateras Yerusha, he's giving it out as presents, so uh, he can do what he wants. He can give one more to one brother, less to another brother, he can he, he erase the Bechaira. But if he says that this is the way my inheritance is going to work, and he's trying to change what the Torah says, and he's a master of the Torah, and it doesn't work. As long as he mentions somewhere in his will that what he's doing is giving a matana while he's still alive, then it works. Even if it seems to, the rest of the language seems to indicate it's an inheritance. Now, Rosh is not coming to argue on the Mishnah. He's just, um, he's just explaining the diuk of the Mishnah. La'ilam le'kana atriyemer pleni upleni yirshu sada plenis uplenis shenesatam lehem b'matana v'yirshum. So, he, uh, Rish Lakish explains that you could start off with a Yerusha, you could say plenty, plenty, Yerusha, so the plenty, so plenty, but then in the middle you have to have you have to say that you gave him Matana, the Yerusha, and you can end with the Lashon Yerusha, um, and, uh, and that is the Lashon, the, the, that's, that's where Amar Mishum Matana Ben Bamsa works. What Rish Lakish is really coming to do, he's arguing on Rav Yechanan, in Mesechtis um, Babasra, and the point that Rosh is trying to make is that you have to clarify very clearly that the Lashon Matana goes back on every single Sada that's in the will. And Rav says, as long as you mention Matana somewhere, we will um, Im- immediately attribute it to everything that's in the will, even though it might be construed differently, that the Matana goes on one thing and Yerusha goes on something else. That's the argument they have there. So in any case, this is the language that Rosh says you need to have in order to execute what the Mishnah said, that you can have Matana in the middle. So someone who wrote all his Nechassim to his son after uh, his death. So in other words, he gave a Matana to his son from now, Lachar uh, Moisei. So it's a Kenyan Haguf. And Paris that's that's the concept, which means you give the son a Kenyan right now in the Guf Hasada, but the Paris he reserves for himself until he dies. The father reserves it to himself for himself until he dies. So the father now can't sell it because he gave the Guf to the son. And the son can't sell because the Paris, all usage of the field and all the produce of the field belongs to the father. But if the father sells it, um, his, he could sell what he has, he could sell his Paris until he dies. If the son sells it, the, so the, so the, if the son sells it, it's very nice, but he has actually no claim to it until the father dies, and then he can get the full inheritance. What happens if the son sold it while the father was still alive, but then the son died before the father died? So can his mechira still have a power if he's not around to kind of continue it? 
when the father dies. So Rav Yechon Amr Loikhan Lekach. Rav Yechon says, too bad. It does, the, all he sold was the, the guf, and he never lo, he didn't live long enough to inherit the Paris, so it's not a good mechir. Rav Shlokish Amar, Kana Lekach. Shlokish says, no, it does work. Why? Rav Yechon Amr Loikhan Lekach, Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Haguf Dami. His halacha is that the father who has a Kenyan Paris, it's almost as if it's a Kenyan Haguf. So what the son has is always like just basically words on a paper. He doesn't have a Kenyan that's strong enough to do anything with. The father's Kenyan isn't so overwhelming. The, father, the son's Kenyan is a valid Kenyan, and since he has a valid Kenyan, he can transfer it to a Lekeach, and even if he died afterwards, it doesn't make a difference. The Lekeach will hang around until the father dies, and then he'll get the Paris, because the, the Kenyan is valid. Okay, Zakti Gemar Vaita. End of Lad Shalkayama Tana Mishum Rebli Yazar Amriu Yoitzi Begat. So if uh, you were miyabim, and then it turns out the vlad's not a kiyama, so the yibum was a good yibum, Rebbe still requires the brother who did this yibum to divorce his wife, even though it was a valid yibum retroactively. Why? Because he did something wrong. He should not have done yibum when there was a possibility that the vlad would be a ben kiyama, and he'll be over an eshes So we give him a knas, he has to be has to divorce her. Amar Abba, Reb Meir, Reb Lezer, Amar Echad, Reb Meir, Reb Lezer, to say the same thing. Reb Lezer, Hod Amar, Reb Meir, the time that Lisa Adam Uberes Chaveri Menekes Chaveri, not to marry the Uberes of your friend or the Menekes of your friend. If someone died, left over his wife, a Uberes or Menekes, not to get married. Vim Nasu, and if they, if you did, Yaitzi, you have to divorce her. Vula Yasser Lamis, and you can never remarry her. Dibri Reb Meir. Essentially, you could technically you could have said you should just be able to wait until she gives birth, until she stops nursing, and then marry her. But the mayor gives a knas, similar to what Rebbe Yezzer just did, and uh, says you have to divorce and never remarry. You do have to divorce them, but you could remarry them once it reaches the term, uh, the end of the pregnancy, or the uh, she stops nursing. Who says you can compare Rebbe Yezzer and Rebbe Meir's knas? It's very different. Because the Isser you're being over is an Isser de Raisa. It's a possible Isser de Raisa if the Vlad has been in Kiyama. That's why he gives you Knas. Over there, it's only an Isser de Rabbanan. In other words, marrying a woman who's a Muberes or a Menekes is a Chetakanus Chazal. We wanted to protect the baby. And that's why we didn't let her get married until she's she gives birth or and she stops nursing so that the new husband won't interfere. Uh, both physically or, or practically, like Gemara says over there. Uh, so he might hold like the Rabbanan, because it's only the Rabbanan, and you don't give a knas for an Isser Rabbanan. So you're like, Inami, Akan, like, Rabbi Meir, Hassam. The only reason why the Rabbi Meir holds you make a knas there is Mishim, the Rabbanan. Uh, it is precisely because it's the Rabbanan. And the Cham have to make a chizik, otherwise people will not take it seriously. So they have to make a more serious knas than even a deraisa. Well, how come deraisa? My first question never hears an Isser deraisa. No, you don't have to make such a strong knas. Most people wouldn't. Um, wouldn't wouldn't be over on it. Even the according to Cham that say you have to separate until the end of the pregnancy, it's not enough. You have to actually divorce her. You have to divorce her. They don't say that you just separate. Okay, so we'll stop here. Everybody should have a wonderful Shabbos.